Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to thank you for sharing a few minutes of your time with me as we discuss the Word of God. Today, I want to talk on this subject, God Knows How to Get Our Attention. God knows how to get my attention, your attention. I will be talking to you from the first chapter of the book of Jonah. You know, sometimes I think that God must get a laugh a minute in dealing with us. At times, we seem to think we can run from God or we can hide from God, or we can ignore God, etc. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. When we fight the will of God, we can make it hard on ourselves. Now notice I said that we can make it hard on us. That's not always the case. God does not do a tit for tat in dealing with us. He doesn't beat up on us when we disobey his will. But the truth remains that you and I can never win fighting the will of God for our life. Interestingly enough, today we are talking about a preacher, a prophet, you would think that any preacher knows that you can't run from God and you can't hide from him and you can't ignore him. But anyway, Jonah the prophet tried and we are blessed to have this record in the scriptures to speak to us. God gave Jonah one simple set of instructions. In chapter one, verse two, God said, Go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Now remember that Jonah was a prophet. And what is a prophet's job? It is to speak to people on God's behalf. That's all that God was telling Jonah to do. Of course, most of the time when a prophet showed up, it was usually to bear bad or burdensome news. Seldom did prophets show up just to pat you on the back. But anyway, the office of the prophet was Jonah's calling. And notice why God wanted Jonah to do this. In the last part of that verse two, he says, because their wickedness has come up before me. Now God was sending Jonah to a place called Nineveh. Nineveh is a Gentile city, but you see, God is God of all the earth. Some people think that just because they belong to a different religion that serves another so-called God, that they don't have to deal with the one true and living God. Not so. 
God is God over all the earth. Psalm 24 and verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Ultimately, there is no getting around dealing with God. So he told Jonah to cry against the city of Nineveh because of its wickedness. But you know, that's not what Jonah did. Verse 3 tells us that Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Jonah was from a place called Gethhefer. It was located just northwest of Nazareth. To the west, along the coast, was a city called Joppa. Jonah got on a ship there and went across the Mediterranean Sea to a place called Tarshish, which was located in the area of modern-day Spain. What is humorous about this whole thing is that apparently Jonah thought he could escape the presence of the Lord. Verse 3 said that he rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Remember, he was a prophet. He was a preacher. But apparently he didn't know that God is omnipresent, you know, everywhere at the same time. That's why I'm saying that God must find a lot of the things we do as laughable. God was calling him to go east to Nineveh and he went west to Tarshish. Okay, so Jonah has gotten on the ship. He's good, right? Wrong. Verse 4. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Now remember, Jonah was not the only person on the ship. When God sent this great storm, everybody's life was in danger. You know, sometimes when we walk in disobedience to God, it affects other people who are connected with us. As a parent, when we walk in disobedience and God chastises us, the whole family could be affected. According to verse 5, every person started crying to his God. Jonah eventually revealed to them that the evil that had come upon them was because he had fled from the presence of the Lord. And that storm would not stop its rage. So eventually, Jonah convinced them to throw him overboard so the storm would cease his rage. And so that's what the men on board did. They threw Jonah overboard and the rage of the storm ceased. At that point, I don't know what Jonah's plans were. Perhaps he didn't either. 
I think by now he realizes that this whole thing was a bad idea. And I know some of us know something about that. Anyway, God still had some business to deal with Jonah. The Bible says in verse 17, the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Can you imagine being in the belly of this huge fish for three days and three nights? That must have seemed like an eternity. Now notice that word prepared in the King James Version. It says the Lord prepared a great fish. God has unlimited ways to get our attention. And I can assure you that in the belly of that big fish, God got Jonah's attention. Actually, God did two notable things to get Jonah's attention when he didn't want to do what God said. One, he sent this great storm. And two, he appointed this big fish to swallow Jonah up. Thank God that he doesn't do things like that when he wants to get our attention. But God has ways of speaking to us when his situation demands his attention. We know that God speaks to us primarily through his word and through the Holy Spirit. Those are not nearly as dramatic as a raging storm or a man swallowing fish. That's why we have to spend time with God so we can know and hear his voice. And when we talk about hearing the voice of God, it's not an audible voice. I have occasionally heard a person say that he has heard an audible voice from God, but if and when that happens, it's the exception, not the rule. But however God speaks to us, he wants our attention. And if we choose to ignore him, he knows how to take things to another level to get our attention. A question that's often asked is how do I know when God is speaking to me about something? Let's face it, there are several voices vying for our attention all the time. There is the voice of this world, the voice of our flesh, the voice of the devil, and the voice of the Lord. We have to learn how to discern the voices. The more time we spend with someone, the better we get to know that person. Learning the voice of God is no exception. But Jonah, it was not a question as to what God wanted him to do. God clearly told Jonah to go and set his face against Nineveh. So Jonah heard what God said, knew what God wanted, and chose to do otherwise. Perhaps that is true about some who will listen to this message. 
and it can be something pertaining to ministry or your personal life. The point to remember is that we can't run from God. We can't hide from God. We can't ignore him. That's what a personal relationship with God is all about. He wants us to learn his voice, heed his voice, and follow his directions. That's in effect what Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 27. He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. <laughs> but sometimes we get a little bit of Jonah in us and God has to help us pay him attention. And my friend, listen, that's the kind of help from God we all do well to avoid. Amen, praise God. Wow, this was great, talking about how God knows how to get our attention. I hope that you were blessed by our time together as we discuss this subject, and I hope that it resonated with you. That brings us to the close of this episode. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.